Dexter Stucky presents Industry, Industry Friends. Friends. Welcome to another edition of Industry Friends. I'm your host, Dexter Stucky. So look, we have in the building today Mr. William Mayer, who's, who's pri- I'm sorry, Private First Class William Mayer, who is currently in the reserves in the Army. Yep. Whoop. <laughs> and then we also have Sergeant Gabriel Tapia. Did I get that right? Yes. Who yes, was a yes. recruiter in for the Marines. Yes. Rah. Now, I'm going to apologize right now because my allergies are attacking me today. Like, it, my voice probably sounds terrible, but I had to get this interview done. And, you know, I'm, I'm okay, though, because I have uh, these, these, these military Marine guys, here, the Army, sorry, and Marine guys here to, to protect these terrorist allergies that I have. <laughs> protect them. Welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> the fight Thank against you. allergies. Yes. That's what we're calling it. Yeah. One Zyrtec at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So I start every show off with a personal story. And uh, uh, Gabriel. I should say Sergeant Sergeant Tapia, right? Uh, yes, but you can call me Gabriel. It's fine. Oh, thank God. Okay. I know. Oh, no worries. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I am a professional, but yeah, at the yeah. same time, I mean, I'm still a person. You know, you can still call me Gabriel. It's all good. Perfect. Um, just I just said it because I had the phonetic spelling of your last name just to make sure I get it right. So like Gabriel is just much easier for me. So yeah. Gabriel. So I start the show off with a personal story. So a couple weeks ago, William post on uh, Instagram like. Anybody interested in joining the, the Marines? And if so, like, let me know. So I message him and I'm like, uh, hello. And he's like, you're not interested in joining the Marines. I said, yes, but I want to interview him for, for the podcast. And he's like, oh, duh, like, that's a good idea. So then he introduces us through text message. Uh-huh. And like, as we're talking, I'm like, I'm like, okay, he's a, he's a sergeant in the military. I'm thinking like 40 year old guy. Like, I'm like, okay, this is, this will be cool. And then as we're talking, I'm like, wait, how old is he? And I don't mean to tell your age, but like you're 25 years old. Uh-huh. You're a sergeant in the military at 25 years old, which I mm-hmm. think is like phenomenal. So congratulations. We'll oh, get more into you. that thank in a second. But like that is amazing to me. Yeah. Um, when I became a sergeant, I was well, first I enlisted at 18. Yeah. Going on 19. And uh, it took me about three years to uh, get promoted to sergeant. Okay. So, I mean, it was hard work. It was dedication. It was. It was just um, I knew that's what I wanted to be because my dad was actually a sergeant in the in the army. Wow. Okay. So I always wanted to have that, you know, yeah, sergeant yeah, yeah. Tapia. You know, kind of like more like live up to my dad, kind of. Yeah. Um, I I mean because my father, I mean he's he's a big part of my life. You know, um, I mean he he inspired that military sense into me because he has uh, a picture of him and his whole um, boot camp platoon. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my dad looks exactly like me. So I'm like, you know, that's going to be me one day, you know. So that's why. Um, and then I used to wear his dog tags and everything. So I knew that, you know, like that little thing in the back of my mind. I was like, oh, you know, I want to be Sergeant Tapia, just like my dad. So I like that. Now, Will and I have, like, a lot of history together. Um, if you guys don't know, we actually do a, sh- a podcast together and a web show called Bro Talk Live. It airs every Tuesday at 10 p.m. I've known Will for about seven years or so like we met in college through mutual friends and like at some point or another the show bro talk started which i think i think this show is totally different from bro talk and i think you'll see like a different dynamic from us than bro talk because on bro talk we literally argue the whole time (laughs) (laughs) but again welcome to the show will thank you um it's interesting i'm really uh a big fan of industry friends dex thank you i really appreciate (laughs) that will's actually the first guy from bro talk to be on the show too 
So don't say that too loud. <laughs> <laughs> so my first question, actually, that I have is, how do you guys know each other? Like, uh, how did you guys meet? Uh, 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 oh, what? Oh, what? Do I need to tell it or do you? Go ahead. You can it? tell it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm in charge of, you know, several different schools. Um, I meet with the counselors. I meet with the principals, you know, and I just go up to them and I just discuss, you know, the things I can do, the things I can't do. Um, and then the things that are awarded to me or like, so like, for instance, table displays or classroom talks, that's something that they set up with me and I set up with them. So when I went to his school, I, I walk in and then, uh, the guidance counselor was like, yes, um, you know, like you can meet our, our Dean of students or whatever that title is. Sorry about that. Ouch. Um, <laughs> my bad. My bad. Sorry. That's about all right. That. I didn't, I didn't mean that. Um, so so I met him, and uh, he was like, yeah, I mean, you could pretty much do whatever you want. I mean, I don't care. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, but, but I mean, besides that, like, just just hearing him and that genuine personality that he has, like, I don't know, like, like I don't know, we just clicked mm -hmm. as, like, friends. So I was like, you know what? Hey, man, you know, hit me up. Anytime that you want to hang out, whatever. Um and then we hung out, and then it's just the rest is history. Like, I mean, we've just been, you know, good Did friends. Did you recruit since. Will to the middle? Like, the, like, was this, like, because I always wonder, because Will, with you, like, as far as, like, the military stuff, it just kind of came out of nowhere, in my opinion. Like, I'm just like, you said it, and I'm just like, uh, okay. But it, it also, when you said it, it didn't seem, like, for me, it seemed like it came out of nowhere. But for you... It was like when you start to talk about it, it almost was like something that you were like kind of like moving in silence with. You know what I mean? Like you just weren't talking about it like with everyone, but it was planned out. Like you knew what you were doing. You knew where you were going. Like it wasn't like a it wasn't like a like a overnight thing. It was something that you actually did plan out. So it was not an overnight thing. No, Sergeant Tavia didn't recruit me because I would be a Marine if he recruited me. So I, look, I just figured, <laughs> I just figured maybe, maybe he like, yeah, you know, he got the process going, and you were like, okay, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do your thing. I'm gonna join the army. I just wasn't sure how that worked out. No, so I had, I've always wanted to be. So my grandfather was uh, in three branches of the military. Mm -hmm. He served in World War II. He served in Vietnam, uh, and I'd always admired my grandfather. Um, he passed away in 2003, so he did, he wasn't able to, like, see. But, like, it, it's always been something I wanted to do. And it was not something um, I broadcast. I know a lot of people, especially in this day and age with, like, social media, yeah. like, listen to me. I'm moving in silence. Look at me. I'm quiet. Hey, hey, can you hear me moving quietly? <laughs> so um, it was just, like, I, I took the time. I researched it. I did what I needed to do. And when I was comfortable with what I researched, I went forward. Okay. Now, a lot of people have questions about so there's the marines there's the army there's the navy there's the air force and a lot of people don't understand the difference and when i say a lot of people i mean me <laughs> so can you guys like break that down for me like what is the difference between the the, the different brands well from well from what i could say honestly it's because the marines i would say that makes that makes us different than all the other branches is because we are the toughest okay you know uh we are the few and the proud for a reason and that's because nobody not just everybody wears our uniform and there's a lot of history behind our uniform and what it takes to wear that uniform. It, it takes a lot. Okay. It takes a lot mentally and physically. And it's just, it just speaks for itself, you know, just being uh, a part of the best of the best. Okay. That's what it is. And, and literally I had a, a Navy recruiter tell me uh, before I even joined, 
he said, yeah, you know, the Marines are the toughest. The Marines are, they are the best. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be in the military, I want to be a part of the best of the best. So okay. that's so that's what I think. Um, I mean, and and not to sound cliche or nothing, but, you know, America, America doesn't need a Marine Corps. They want a Marine Corps. And that's because of what we bring to the table. We bring, you know, we bring the fight. Okay. You know. Well, I'm not going to go ahead and say they're the best because that'd be <laughs> trading on the greatest branch of the United States military, the first branch of the United States military. That's the United States Army. We um, have a great uh, history um, also. Uh, we are not the toughest. That that would be the Marines. I, I'll go ahead and say that. They are um, the toughest. Sergeant Tappy and I were talking yesterday about like our PT test and just the difference, uh, the differences in our tests. PT, um, what does that stand for? Uh, physical training okay. test, like the physical fitness and Army, you know, the combat mm -hmm. training test. Um, but the United States Army has a great tradition, uh, great pride. Um, it is it is the pride of America. The United States Army is the pride of America. Um, the United States Army want the, the, the you know the United States wants a Marine Corps, but they want pride and they want tradition. And the United States Army is that. We have more campaigns than any other branch because we started first. So it was it was us that you know did all the all the good work. Um, <laughs> the difference between the Army and the Marines. So. Um, if you join the Army or you join the Marines and you go through and you matriculate successfully through mm -hmm. um, our uh, training camps, um, then you, if you re-enlist in another branch, you never have to do another uh, training camp again um, if you complete successfully our nine-week courses. Okay. Um, the Navy and the Air Force, not so much. You'd have to go again, but... You know, the Navy is good um, for their sea uh, voyages, and the Air Force is, is, is really good at, you know, their air uh, things. <laughs> so, so, so basically, from a, their, their air things. from a protection standpoint, though, like, so the Air Force is protecting the air, obviously. Then the Navy is the sea, and then yes. the military. The Army. Sorry, then the, the Army and the Marines are on land. The, uh, the Marines landed. So we all can do land or water. Okay. So if if there were, God forbid, if there were a fight, the Marines are going in first okay. and the Army is going in right after them. And that'll be like they're first in, last out. We're second in, second to last out, and then everybody else. Okay. Yeah, the Marines cover air, land, and sea. That's, gotcha. Okay. That's what we do. Okay. So, um, that's why, like, even uh, even how how Will said it, uh, the Marines are first in, first out. Uh, we are the first to hit the beach, um, and that's because we've been successful in war fighting um, since since the beginning. Okay, you know, so that's so that's why um, you know they send us in. We are America's nine one one call. See, I just learned something. I'm sure somebody else did too. I I had like I I didn't know any of that. Like I've never like I mean I've no I know like bits and pieces of different things, but like as as far as like how you guys just explained it, I didn't know any of that stuff. Now, one of the main reasons I like to do this show is because I feel like and will you you actually will be perfect to answer this question as well because like you work with high school students. But one of the main reasons I like to do this show is because I feel like when I was in high school, like I didn't have this education that people have now. Like for instance, I remember and I don't remember if it was like an army, marine or what, or navy or air force, but I remember after high school there was a guy who came over to my house and talked to me about the service. And um, I just remember not 
understanding what he was talking about and not really not that I wasn't interested in it, but like I just felt like it was kind of out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It just didn't make any sense like to me like like nobody had ever talked to me about that before. So for him to come over, I'm just kind of like uh I bro, I don't know what you're here for. <laughs> like I didn't call you to come over here for this like I think it was something that we filled out in school and then they come over and they talk to you about everything. Um I just feel like the education back then and I graduated high school in 2006. So the education back then I just don't think was there. And I'd like to do shows like this or this show specifically because I want kids, like students who are in school now, to really know what they're getting themselves into or know the possibilities. So if you had to give advice to students who are in school now, what would you tell them about your branches? Um, so I'd start, because um, I speak to high school students um, on a daily basis, uh, a lot of them about joining the military. Uh-huh. Um, and one of the first things, even with parents, are like, oh, I'm just so afraid my baby's going to die. Yes. That's not what it is. Like, that is not, this is not 1943. It's not World War II. They're not drafting you up, sending you to the beaches of Normandy. Like, that's just not happening right now. Um, the fights we fight are are widespread. They're on several fronts. There are internet, you know, terrorists, and there are um, still land terrorists. And, there, I mean, there are just so many different things you can do in the military it's not just jumping in you know to vietnam with an m16 and fighting a Viet Cong. that's not what the military is that's not what it is anymore it's evolving um i mean there are several different jobs you could take um once you qualify for them and i mean you can be successful um like i tell my students um because they ask well didn't you go to college i did go to college and it was one of the greatest decisions in my life and then the other greatest decision in my life was joining the united states army hmm. like that was um, I mean, some people didn't have the discipline to do it right out of high school. Like, I was one of those people. I was just not, number one, I was 16, so yeah. I was a baby. They wouldn't even take me. The second thing is I was not disciplined enough. Um, the military, for a lot of people, gives them the structure they need, the discipline, and the, the get up and go. I mean, so I wouldn't say to put it aside because there are a lot of benefits that come with this, and it, it, it is another way out. School isn't for everybody. Yeah, um, That's something to understand. So there are di- several avenues to get you to where you need to be, and the military is one of them. Okay. Anything to add, uh, Sergeant Tapia? <laughs> uh, well, well, I mean, Will said it best. Um, like, for me, school wasn't for me. It wasn't at that time I needed more. Mm-hmm. I needed... I, I needed that sense of discipline and direction uh, in my life because, and during high school, I was just getting the B's and C's, you know, doing the average thing, just skating by, yeah, just yeah. wanting to graduate. And I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. I didn't, I didn't have that. Everybody knew like, oh, like I want to be a veterinarian, you know? Oh yeah, well, I'm going to go to college, be a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, I'm going to be, you know... I don't know, something, firefighter, policeman, like, I had no idea. I had a thought, but deep down, I really didn't have a clue. What, what was that thought? I'm just curious. Like, what did you think you would be when you did have, like, a thought? I thought I'd be a professional wrestler, honestly, to tell you the truth. Oh, I'm here for that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? I grew up watching professional wrestling. Uh, my uncle got me into it, and then my brother kind of, like, you know, enabled it yeah, and yeah. everything. So I was like, you know, I'm going to be a professional wrestler, you I know? Mean, so, you can still do that now. Yeah, I know. I could do yeah, it now. I'll well, manage yeah, I know, I know, I know. I don't even know what, like, you know, how I would be, like, you know, as a wrestler. Oh, well, I'll put I'll put your storyline together. I'll, oh, make, I know. I'll, I'll do it for you. 
you know, it's funny, Will, that you just talked about like the discipline and everything, because I remember when when, when we first met, like not that you didn't have discipline, but I, I feel like I didn't really know you. But I, I know like a lot of times like you, you would say something. And I'm like, oh, my God, here we go again. Like and I would just never like not that I wouldn't take you serious, but it's always just kind of like, OK, here we go. Here we go. But since you joined the military and like can't like come out on the other side of it, like I've seen or the army, I'm sorry. And I, I've seen like a total different like person. Like I feel like you're definitely more structured. You're definitely more like, like it seems like you're more. I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but like you just you just make more sense to me. Focus. <laughs> you're more way more focused on yeah, stuff. When I was when, when I was in college, I definitely did not have the discipline. I, like I I was a first of all, I was a child. Yeah. Like that's that's the first thing. I was a baby. I graduated high school. I was 16 years old. So my first year at Lincoln, I was 16, about to turn 17. Like I was I didn't know anything. It yeah, was just yeah. like there's nobody wolfing down my neck. I got all this free time. Let's just go have fun. Like yeah. <laughs> that was it. Um, in the military, they it like the the army. Um, for us, we start at four thirty in the morning, and like we are going and going and going, and it's one thing after the other after the other. Yeah. And then you look up and you're like, "Whoa, that was a long day." <laughs> and then it's like twelve o'clock, and you're like, "Wait, <laughs> it's only twelve o'clock, and we have more to do." Yeah. So it it definitely has done. It is 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 really worked wonders for me. And and you see it too though. Like oh, it, it's very like it, it's it's very prevalent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, will you also you in the the army now? You're not. You're not doing combat. You're actually a priest. Okay, so the way that works is I took a dual MOS. So mm-hmm. like I am a fueler and I am a chaplain. So like I when I when I get my master's in theology, I will be commissioned as an officer to be a chaplain. Yes. And and that's in the army. Yes, that's in the army. So what how like what would you be doing? Um so I can't Okay, so what I can tell you is that okay. like I'll be responsible just like I am now in church, responsible for the souls of people, but responsible for soldiers. Okay. Um, helping the basically, literally doing what I do now, just helping them, um, talking them through different. Because as a, we have a lot of soldiers who have seen combat, um, and they need help working out the things that they're going through. Yeah. Um, and so the United States Army, which is great, has employed the help of preachers of all denominations, imams and priests and. Uh, rabbis and all that kind of thing, because we recognize that the the mental health and the the eternal health of our soldiers is also important. So now, is this something that they've always done, or is this relatively new? I think the 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 military has always had chaplains, but they've not had it on such a grand scale. It's not been um, as big as it is now. Like they've always had a small chaplaincy corps, but it's not been on the scale it is now mm-hmm. because people realize um, that. That even though soldiers are tough, they need help too. Like everybody needs help. Everybody needs somebody to talk to that they don't have to run about, worry about running back and discussing what they've told, and somebody to just help them out. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> now, at this part of the show, I always like to ask, like, what's next? So, like, what is next for you guys in life, like military life, outside of the military life, um, just in general? Uh, well, I mean, for me, um, I'm just taking it, you know, one step at a time. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not going to do the whole, you know, Vin Diesel quote. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> but, not, but, um, but no, I mean, uh, I take every enlistment um, for what it is and I just go from there. And who knows? I mean, I am possibly being promoted to staff sergeant this year. Okay. And um, I mean, the rest is that maybe, uh, maybe, you know, 20 years looks is looking pretty good for me. Okay. But then also, 
if I choose and decide to leave the Marine Corps, I know that I'm going to leave it with a lot under my belt, mm-hmm. with a lot of experience under my belt, with a lot of, you know, uh, management skills, leadership skills, a lot of confidence, a lot of direction, a lot of self-reliance. And and so I don't know what the future holds for me, but okay. you know what? I'm just going to take it one step at a time. And you know what? I'm going to be happy with, you know, whatever the future holds for me. And maybe we can get Vince McMahon on the line to help that pro oh, yeah, wrestling dream yeah, come yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Vince McMahon. I'm about to be like, you know, like Nacho Libre or something. Like I'll do it. Come out in a little rider. And Will? Um, I don't necessarily know what the future holds for me, but I know what I want it to hold. Um, I am working on like a lot of things, and I'm not going to like broadcast what I'm working on until it's done. Uh, because I, I, I've learned. Um, to move in, si- to move in silence, <laughs> move in silence, and not have scream at everybody and like tell them to look at me move. Just so I am working on a few things, um, but my goal is to impact people and to leave people better than I found them. Mm. Um, to leave anything that I interact with better than I found it, um, and in so doing, I'll be better than I found than they found me. Mm. I like that. Now, Sergeant Tapia. I noticed that you've been stationed everywhere from Hawaii to Kuwait to Guam to Singapore. What was your favorite country to be in? Uh, uh, so, I mean, I wasn't stationed in those places. Okay. I, um, I traveled on the, on the 11th Marine Expeditionary Unit. And so for seven months, I was, I was going around sailing with the Navy. Oh, okay, That's okay, where okay. I was. I was stationed in Camp Pendleton my whole time. Stationing. So station is like you're living there. Yes, station you're living there. You're working there. Okay. Uh, you know, day to day, you you are there. But when you deploy, you can either deploy to just one certain country, or you can go on a mew and then uh, be with the navy, uh, uh, sail with the navy too as well. Uh, so, the, um, the most favorite country that I would say. This is going to sound crazy, but it had to be Oman because in Oman we were there there there's only two hotels there. Mm-hmm. There's only two of the most fanciest hotels there like in the world and we spent a lot of time there and then outside the ships they had like a bunch of Connex boxes with like vendors and stuff <laughs> like that, but I but we were in the most, you know, the, one of the worst places but it was the best time. Gotcha, because you guys were together. Because we were together building that camaraderie. Um, And then the other sergeants uh, with me, like, you know, like there was like a group of us, you know, with all different MOSs. Um, uh, One of my friends, he was a scout sniper. The other one was an uh, infantryman. Uh, Other guys were in comm. And it was, it was awesome. Just having that camaraderie, being being in you know the worst place, but we made the most fun out of it, and and those are you know some of the greatest memories that uh, I will that I that I always will have with me. So now, a follow up question with that: so you you've been you've basically been around the world, basically, okay, yeah, and <laughs> now you're stationed in Northeast Philadelphia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I get I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Like like um. I got pulled over the other day, I know, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, by a police officer. And uh, he comes up. He was like, oh, sir, uh, here in uh, Middletown, we, uh, uh, the speed limit's 40, 40 miles per hour. And I was like, I know. I was going 55. I know. You know, handing him my stuff. And he was like, 
what are you doing in Philadelphia? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, and I'm like, well, sir, you know, um, I'm the recruiter in uh, Northeast Philadelphia. Um, my office, you know, is uh, at the Roosevelt Mall on Common Avenue. And he goes, okay. He looks at it and he goes, all right, slow down next time. Thank you for your service. And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> Can I get one of those? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I was like, you know, uh, uh, you know, back then, oh, well, I'm, well, I mean, I'm not going to say back then, but uh, back in where I'm from, it's, you know, there's not that, that much military around and everything. So that's why, you know, everybody, they kind of classify you as, you know, you mm-hmm. know, you're the same person, you know, you're the same guy, you know, like uh, my... Um, uh, I've gotten pulled over in my car and just, you know, get in the whole like, hey, what are you doing? Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, you know, or like getting the whole breaking your neck just to see who's in the car, you know. So but but here it was it was cool. Like I wasn't even I wasn't even like, you know, really sweating it, you know, because I know that they love military out here. They love um, the respect is there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The respect is there. Definitely. So so it's just been um, my times here in uh, in Philly are great. You know, like right. I didn't think they would be um, because, you know, it was somewhere new. But I know that I had, you know, the Marines to the left and right of me that I've uh, that I've served with that are in the area mm-hmm. or even out of the area in Rhode Island or or even in uh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But they um, and even here, uh, they they all still call me. Hey, when are you going to come visit? Hey, you know, uh, our doors always open to you. And then. I meet guys like Will, mm-hmm. you know, and then you and um, uh, and one of my old friends, Julio, uh, just really bringing me in and really, you know, just welcoming their homes to me, you know, uh, welcoming me uh, in their circle with open arms, and it's been great. Because originally you're from California. Yes, yes, I am from Northern California. Okay. Yes. Like, can you go back home, like, if you wanted to? Like, I could. Yeah. Okay. I could, yeah. Um, that's why uh, we have leave. Uh, well, I mean, thirty up to thirty days uh, paid vacation. That's what you get active duty. Um, oh, really? Yeah, of leave. As long so, as somebody don't lose your paperwork. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, so after every month, you accumulate two point five leave days. Okay. So that's why I can. All I have to do is just go on the computer uh, on Marine Online. I just submit my leave, how many days I want to take, and then that's. And then uh, I send it up through the chain. It gets approved. And then I'm there too. Oh, nice! You know? Now, does everybody have that? Like, is that yes. like you know? Okay. Yes. Well, how many leave days it. do you have left? Because I'm reserve. Okay. Um, I don't. It's not the same. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm only working one week in the month. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So only active duty. Active right. duty. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I'm always on leave. <laughs> yeah. But back when I was stationed in uh, uh in a uh, Camp Pendleton, um, I only lived six hours away, oh, so, so I didn't have, have to, to take it. leave. Yeah, yeah, I could just take a weekend and and go home. Uh, see mom, you know, uh, get my... Um, get your laundry done. Yeah, get my laundry <laughs> done, get some enchiladas in, and then come back, you know? <laughs> now, is this, like, sick time where, it, like, it rolls over, like, year by year, or is it, like, does it go away? Can you lose it at all? No. No, you can't use it. Well, well, if you if you accumulate so many days, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to have, like, those senior leaders telling you, like, hey... You, you need to take a vacation. Take, <laughs> you, you need to take vacation, you know, because after... After, um, if you go over, I think it's like up to 60, then that's when starting with the next fiscal year, if you didn't use some of it, like if it's over 60, then, you know, they're going to just take them. They're okay. just going to just knock it all out. But, but 
but luckily there's those senior leaders that say like, Hey, when are you taking leave? Like I had a gun. He was like, he was like, Oh, Hey, you know, you're close to 60. You need to take some leave. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Much obliged. See, they don't do that in my job. It's like, if you don't take your vacation days, it's just going to take them from you. So like you guys definitely have a better deal than I do. <laughs> uh, really quickly before I end this show, I wanted to know like, what are the different jobs for people who are listening? People who like may be interested or people who may be like, thought about it before, but they're like, eh, I don't know. What are the different types of jobs you can have in the, the military? So, well, starting off the bat, you know, there's always those infantry jobs that everybody thinks that, like, oh, the military, all they have is infantry. Uh-huh. You know, yes, we do have infantry, but then also we have intelligence jobs. We have communications jobs. We have, you know, admin jobs. Like, you know, you can sit behind a desk, you know, do, you know, do legal paperwork. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's... Those jobs that you have there, even even um, in the Navy, in the Army too, they have the medical field. Mm-hmm. You yeah, have a friend well. on the tour, yeah. yeah. And then they have the mechanical field. Like mm-hmm. what I'm in, I'm a motor transport mechanic, but then there's also aviation mechanics. Okay. So um, there is a lot of different jobs out there for people that they just don't know. They just think, you know, everybody has it in their head that, you know, oh, it's all infantry. It's yes. all, you know, grab a gun and go. No, it's not. We... Because we need these jobs because that's what runs our military branches. I think what opened my eyes up to that was when Will joined and he was like, you know, I'm doing basically the same thing that I'm doing at home. And like for me, I'm just like, how though? Because you're going to be in the military. (laughs) And when he went like and explained it like he did on the show today, it was really one of those things. It it was definitely very eye opening. So I I definitely agree with that. The last thing I want to ask you guys um, before we get to the very, very end is... um, how does it feel knowing that your your boss is uh, President Donald Trump? You know, regardless of who is president mm-hmm. um, in America, it doesn't matter. Okay, because I well, you've said that before, like like regardless, of, yeah, because yeah, because our job is to defend America, like the freedoms that people hold dear to them, like that, and that that was the other reason I joined. Like, it doesn't matter who is in the seat. We defend the seat. Like, we don't defend the person. I'm actually really glad you... I wanted to touch on that because I know a lot of people have, like... I've talked to people about certain things, and a lot of people, like, they don't want to do it because of who's in office. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like he was saying, I mean, it shouldn't matter. You know, I, you know, I fight for this country. I fight for the people. Yeah. I fight for their freedoms. And that's why we do it. Regardless who's in office, like, I, like... It doesn't matter whether if it's, you know, the Honorable President Trump, the Honorable uh, President Obama or or the next one in line. It doesn't it does not matter because, well, to me, because I fight for I fight for the country. Okay, I fight for the people. I think it's really big of you to say because of like what's going on with, you know, the country currently and you Mm -hmm. being a Mexican American. Like, I think that is it's amazing that you said that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. America's going to evolve, things are going to change like, you know, but but this country has given a lot to me. Yeah. Has has given a lot to my family. So, it's so that's one of the reasons why I do fight, you know, for for this country and and you know, for the people too. So, but you know, hey, you know, I'm Mexican, you know, and I'm and I'm American too. Yeah. So, you know, that's beautiful. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> so, you. the final thing I want to ask you guys are your puzzle pieces. So, to me, a puzzle piece is basically like we all have like different 
things that we add to like this puzzle of, of life. And I think when we put them all together, it kind of like creates something like beautiful that we can all kind of like stand by. So what is what would be your puzzle pieces like your your mantra or your motto or like some advice that you would give to someone? Like, what would you say yours is? Um, well, I have for me, I have more than one mantra. Like, it's not just one thing because life is not just a one sided you know, life mm-hmm. is is constantly changing. The only the only constant in life is change. Um, so for me, one of the things I live by is just doing it. Um, I tell my students all the time, Nike doesn't say just try it. They say just do it. If you're going to do something, just get up and do it. Like there's the only thing stopping you from doing what you want to do is you like nobody. I mean, that, that's that was my that was my decision when I joined the military, like I can get up and I can do anything I put my mind to. Yeah. Nobody is stopping me. Like there's literally nobody sitting with a gun in my head saying, yo, you can't do that. If I want to do it, get up and do it. If you want to do something, get up and do it. Like people are like, oh, what if I fail? But what if you succeed? Yeah. Just get up and do it. Uh, but for me, it's, it's, it's what I live by is, you know, I can't change the past, but I can shape the future. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't ever, I can't ever change the past. I can't ever, you know. That already happened already, but I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. I'm here for, you know, to shape the future. You know, I, you know, with, with these young adults that I talk to, you know, I can't, I can't change, you know, their upbringing. I can't change anything that, you know, that they've already gone through, but I can be that voice to them. I can tell them, you know what, there's more for you. Not necessarily just the military in general, but, you know, you can be bigger than, you know, your circumstances. You can be bigger than, you know, the circumstances that you're in right now. You can be bigger than, you know, uh, bigger than the world. You know, you just have to go out there and do something. You just have to go out there and at least try. Yeah. Don't don't ever be afraid to, you know, try try something new or because because you never know what your full potential is unless you try, unless you do it. You know, I had uh, there was a student that was just like, I was like, well, what are you going to do after high school? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? Well, I'm going to get this money up. How are you going to do that? Anyway, I can't. I was like, wrong answer, man. Yeah. Wrong answer. Yeah. That is the wrong answer. Because why? You're going to do it any way you can. But then again, it's like, what are you doing it for? Yeah. What do you? You need that purpose. You yeah, need that you like. You need that purpose. Yeah. Guys, um, both Will and Sergeant Gabriel looked me in my eyes when they were saying this stuff, and I feel like they were trying to recruit me, and I, and I was very close. To being like, <laughs> you guys got some time after the show for a conversation, but I think I, I think I, I snapped out of it really quick. This was amazing, though. Like, I really do think that it'll help people out because, like, I've learned so much from you two, like, in 30 minutes. <laughs> and then and I know other people, I'm sure, will learn something from you. But in case they wanted some more information from you guys, where can they find you guys? Well, they can find me uh, at the Roosevelt Mall, Common <laughs> Avenue. They can find me there. But no, but just uh, but just they can go online to marines.com, uh, put in their information, and then and then also find out, you know, a lot about the Marine Corps. That's how they can do it. Um, they can find me on Instagram, KillBill4. Uh, that's K-I-L-L-B-I-L-L-4. Um, uh, if you're interested in joining, just oh, hit I didn't me know up. we were doing plugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, throw your Instagrams out there on Twitter oh. uh, at im underscore will four or every Tuesday night 
uh, at 10 p.m. on BroTalkLive.com. <laughs> oh, man, man. You're, okay, you know what? I'm just going to throw this out there. You know what? On my Facebook, Sergeant Gabriel Tapia, my Instagram, at USMC underscore Sergeant underscore Tapia. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's been fun. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> Veronica, I love you. Dad. <laughs> and my my nephew, my god, uh, my god sons. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for, for coming. I, I really appreciate this. Guys, this has been another edition of Industry Friends. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Industry Friends. I am the host, Dexter Stuckey. If you liked what you heard, do me a favor and rate the show. Subscribe to the show. Review the show. Repost the show. Please tell your friends about it. I really appreciate it. Industry Friends, your audio foot in the door. Industry Friends. Industry Friends. Industry Friends.